You're listening to Fear the Nth Cast. I'm JD. I'm Jason. What is up? As you were doing the intro, I was like, what do we say right now? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just your name. <laughs> just my name. Okay. Yeah. Go with it. What is up, man? We're back. We are. Dude. It's been a while. We took we took a hiatus. I was I was about to take a ceremonial uh selfie of us both. Uh, you can do it. Um, I think we should. Yeah. We don't have to do it. I'll right do it now. at the end. Yeah, there we go. And say, we're back, bitches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're back. Or pitches. If it's pitches. Pitch Perfect 3. We're back, pitches. <laughs> we're back, pitches. Oh, I, I haven't seen 2 or 3. I saw the first one. Yeah, the first one wasn't I bad. saw the first one. Yeah, I heard the second funny. one wasn't any, was okay. Yeah. And I heard the third one was better than the second one, but I have almost no desire to see them. Okay. Yeah. Me neither. I feel like those. that's one of those movies where you watch the highlights on YouTube. And you're like, okay, what's the story? Cool, what's that girl's it. name? Anna Kendrick? Yeah, she or, has she has a very interesting mouth. I like her. I think she's funny. She's funny, but I feel like her mouth, uh, you know, <laughs> maybe lasts too long. I don't know. Like, I can't, I can't like look Julia at Roberts it. Julia Roberts' Yeah, mouth? just like, oh, okay. I can't look at it constantly. Like, okay, mouth is weird. So, for those of you who didn't but know. But unique. Yeah, we're changing the podcast to uh, we're going to critique actresses' yeah. mouths. <laughs> no, we're just pointing out people's <laughs> flaws or or uniquenesses, and then we're talking about why we don't like them. Yeah, what so, makes you what makes you different, and yeah. why it's wrong. Yes, <laughs> which will be the the name of the podcast. <laughs> That would be a hilarious podcast. Oh God, we can't do that. Though. Oh, but we could. Oh well, we'd have to do it with voices. In people would love it. It'd be kayfabe. Oh, as kayfabe. long as like we're open to people destroying us. No, what is what is that Reddit thing that people do? Roast me? Oh, God. We're, we're not doing that. We're not doing that people at all. Get destroyed. I know, but some of them are hilarious. Oh, you like? Oh, who wrote that? <laughs> that is savage. that is the most hateful thing I've ever seen, and I love it. You know, during so so we I just had my baby, and you popped so one I, out. I've been in, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. I was in labor and came right out of amazing uh, my dick hole. No, <laughs> Jeez. Not well, I bet that hurts. <laughs> Sorry, kids. That's not how childbirth works. I bet that hurt badly. So we've been watching a lot of stupid TV. I've watched I'm, so much catfish. You ever watch catfish? What What I love about catfish. <laughs> Is that they're still doing the show and people are still getting catfished? It's amazing. <laughs> yes. People are so stupid. <laughs> oh, I love stupid people. My okay. favorite. Wow. What else have you watched? Any Walking uh, Dead? <laughs> no. <laughs> Zero Walking Dead. Uh, I've been rewatching Game of Thrones. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. My wife and I started that. We got through season one, and then she's too tired to watch that at the end of the night now because it's uh, an hour. Yeah. So we, we're stuck with 20 minute shows, 22 yeah. minute episodes of things. I'm watching Curb Your Enthusiasm, too. I like that show. Good show. Oh, on my HBO? Yeah, I got a, got a good friend who yeah. lets me use this. I, it's funny when I log on, I'm like, do you want to continue watching this? I'm like, <laughs> all of these shows, I have, you're like, what the hell? I have zero desire to continue <laughs> watching what you're watching. Yeah. <laughs> None at all. Okay, no, we wanted to come back before the show comes back. Don't worry, you didn't miss an episode of The Walking Dead. <laughs> it was it, great. Yeah, it doesn't come back until February, about a Carl's month. Carl's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's four weeks. We just, we didn't want to take all the whole time off, and we right. have some things to talk about, and we're going to discuss some things about maybe some changes for the show going forward. Um, but we missed doing it, and we wanted to re-immerse ourselves yeah. into the world a There's little bit. There's only so long you can wait 
before you start recording again. Yeah, it's kind of an itch. Josh and I did an Inthcast a couple weeks yeah. ago yeah. with Seal. I was jealous. Yeah. I was in the peak of, of you know, learning how to keep a human alive. Yeah, you were you were busy. Yeah. So, uh, and he, he, afterwards, he was like, man, I really missed it. We, we got to keep doing it. I'm like, bro, it's fine. And he's like, I, no, I mean it. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. We'll just do it. So yep. he, he's missed doing uh, podcasting for sure. Josh, yeah, he's missed us. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So we're trying to f- maybe that we'll be able to work him in more. He's like a lost puppy without us. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I'll feed you, baby bird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about, or whenever you listen to this in the shower, um, that's fine. <laughs> we're going to talk about what we want to see and what we think we'll see from the second half of season eight, which two very different things, uh, probably, um, which is fine. Sure. We're going to talk about some big news in the direction that The Walking Dead maybe will be heading, considering some changes at the top, and then whatever else strikes our fancy, Yeah, right? This is a strike your fancy type podcast. Pretty much. And it'll be an abbreviated episode. We just really wanted to get back. So season eight, the big thing that I want to see happen, and this better happen, um, is that Carl... I'm I'm not sure how I feel about Carl dying. I was... Okay with it at first, but the more I've thought about it, I'm not sure how I feel about it, to be honest. So, one, he better actually die. Okay. Uh, I'm go- I'm really going to have a serious issue with the show if he doesn't actually die. Because they did that thing with Glenn and toyed with our emotions. But there's a lot of rumors going around about Carl. Maybe he's immune. Maybe that's where he got shot and it's scar tissue so it didn't penetrate into the blood. Maybe mm-hmm. it was a comic spoiler here, people. Maybe it was a whisperer in a suit. And I don't know why he would then bite a human unless he was trying to really portray and not give away who he sure. was. But then, you know, got shot or stabbed in the head, you know. Any it, scenario like that is an insane stretch. Right. It's a crazy stretch. And I know it's, a lot of it is probably just people really not wanting Chandler Ritz yeah. to die, which I understand. I understand because in the comics, another comic spoiler, Carl is still alive. Carl is always the one that we've thought from the beginning is going to be who takes over for Rick. He would outlive everybody. Yeah. And that's a huge shock. Yeah. So I have an interesting question. Um, do you think they pulled the trigger too early on Carl? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and and that's another thing. A lot of people are thinking it's a ratings grab, and I don't know because it's it's a risk either way. If if if, he, if they do it well, and it was a big shocker, so I bet they got a lot. They got some rewatches and people talking about The Walking Dead over the break, which is a good thing. I have no problem with that because the the old saying, "Any press is good press." Sure. People are still thinking about The Walking Dead and talking about it, and maybe more than a lot yeah. of people have in a few years. And people who weren't caught up have caught up with the show because of this. Yeah, but killing people isn't always good for ratings. And it's not necessarily something that's going to be sustainable. Sure. I mean, there's only so many season one people left to kill. Yeah. And you can't just keep having, you know, you can't also set like this expectation for at the end of every season or every season we're going to lose somebody and it's going to be a a big somebody. Mm -hmm. Like... You know, I think that other shows have done that a lot more successfully. Like Game of Thrones, one obviously that sticks out, where yeah. it's like we've killed all of our main characters and we retaught you. Like you had to relearn who the main characters yeah. were. 
I don't think that that works in The Walking Dead. No. I don't think it works the same way because when they introduce new people, like, you think about, like, even Maggie. Like, you know, season two, but it took so long to care about her. Yeah. It took, you know, in the show just to really, like, for her to find her footing and to move forward. And honestly, that's an area where, like, Fear the Walking Dead struggled so much was having all these characters that we weren't used to. Then having their own story, which is good that they have their own story and everything, but like it was just hard to reconnect to people. Well, because you walk- already have your people, yeah. The, and The Walking Dead has a bad history of we're going to introduce this new character just to kill them off in two right. or three episodes. Yeah, and they they haven't done a great job of introducing new people that we care about and really building a story. Yep. And maybe they've got too many characters. And so they're killing people off to lessen the characters. I don't know that that's the best way to do it. I mean, it just it gives you an opportunity for better storytelling yeah. for, to really be like, okay, here's some characters that we want you to care about, and here's why. I don't think people would complain about that. Yeah. I think that Walking Dead struggles because they have some characters who are like very shallow characters. Sure. And then they have some that are really deep. Where, you know, and I don't want to compare Game of Thrones and, and Walking Dead this whole time. But, but I'm going to. But where where they do succeed is, like, even in Game of Thrones, like, their mid-level, mid-level characters still have some sort of universe that they've created for that character. Mm-hmm. And some sort of backstory that even if they don't tell the backstory or have a whole episode for it, you get a sense of who they are, their struggles. Like, why are they drinking so much? You know, like, you know, so you, you understand that about somebody where that's for some reason, a lot harder with this setting. Yeah. I don't know why. Well, one thing for game of Thrones is with the world, you cut and they have regions. Like people from the North are like this, right? People from the Riverlands are like this. People from King's Landing are like this. So you kind of have a backstory built in, Anyway, just based off of who these people are, the family that they were born into, and what part of the country they're from. Yeah. So uh, I think that gives them a little bit of an advantage. And then, but they do do a better job of interacting and telling the story and building the characters through the story. And uh, lore is an amazing thing. Like, these families don't like each other because this happened and this happened and this happened, you know? And yeah. it's hard to do that in The Walking Dead. You're like, I don't like you because you're with that group, and you don't like me because I'm with this group. Cool. I mean, yeah. that, and that's the basis of this whole season, pretty much. And is, it's, it's different, too, because, I mean, The Walking Dead, if you're thinking of it as a universe in itself, it only started, you know, from season one. Yeah. It, it wasn't like this is a world that's been established and, you know, yeah. we already know about the heapsters and they did this a long time ago. Like, sure, maybe this will go down in history. Why we don't trust junkyard people now? Like, right. Right. <laughs> they betrayed us, right. you know? <laughs> what you work at, you work at it's a like junkyard? Why, why dwarves don't like elves in Lord of the Rings, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, they turn their backs on us. You know, like, it's right. that situation, but it's all new. And yeah, it, yeah. it's a tough thing to to get over just starting from square one and then okay but here's another point i had about carl they're trying to make us prepare for the future you know and like there's a future coming we are doing these things for the future the future of our people to build a better life going forward but they're killing off the kids yeah you know what i'm saying like 
Carl is the one that Rick was building this future for. I mean, he even said that I've seen what we can be and I want to show you after he got shot, his eye got shot out, you know? And Mm -hmm. that was a poignant moment. You're like, okay, Rick finally gets it. And we're doing this now for the people who are coming later. We are doing the hard work now because we don't want those who come after us to have to do as hard of a work. Yeah. And now that's not even going to happen, you know? Right. I'm just, so I think the thing that I'm, I'm most worried about with all this is like frustrations in, in like the actors. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, I feel like some of them are, are starting to get tired and maybe worn out from like, just maybe just shooting the show. But like Andrew Lincoln has like expressed like, you know, he's tired of having to live away from his family for so long yeah. to shoot the show. And even like talking about like whenever Gimple called him about, uh, you know, Carl dying, yeah. he was like, Oh, is it me? And it was almost yeah. like this, like excitement of like, Ooh, am I going to die now? Yeah. <laughs> and that, that like, it unnerves me a little bit because you don't want people who are anxious to get off the show. Right. You don't want like your actors to have this state of mind of like, is when are we going to wrap this up? Right. And also you can see people who've made statements in the public, like, you know, I'm not happy about this. I'm, I don't know why they're doing this. Nobody was happy that they made mm-hmm. this decision. And mm-hmm. when you have your actors voicing their disapproval, I mean, that's fine in a show like this. You're like, okay, they, I was surprised that they did this. And you know, it's hard because we've grown up together. It's a family. I've known, I've watched this kid grow up. So maybe there's something that like yeah. when Beth died, I remember Beth on uh talking dead afterwards and she just cried. Cause she's like, you know, I moved my whole family out here. These are people that I've grown up with, and this was my life, and now it's over. You know, that's, that's hard for someone her age. Yeah. It's probably for Chandler, too. So. Right. So, so what is, and this is going to be a hard question to answer, what is the best case scenario moving forward? If Chandler dies, or sorry, if Carl dies, what is, what is the best case? Because we can talk about the worst case all day long. Yeah. I don't know what the best case is, honestly, and I'm I'm giving them creative freedom to surprise me because there's things that you want to see happen. Hope like it it galvanizes the people against the saviors because they're kind of losing um, a lot. You know, Alexandria is about to fall. Um, the kingdom who's left at this point. You know, the hilltop is still holding strong, but they're preparing for a fight because they know they're going to be the last stand. So you're Maybe they're going to use it as a galvanizing, reinforcing, yes, we're going to do this now. We're going to do yeah. this for Carl. Like, remember the Alamo. Remember Carl. Right. Um, and then Carl's motivation behind getting bit was to help people who needed help. You know? Yeah. And so he sacrificed himself, not willingly, but he put himself in harm's way and in danger to help someone that he didn't even really know. Yeah. And maybe that'll kind of change the way things are going to go forward because they've gotten away from that. They've yeah. really, they've really kind of become their own group again. And we're not going to let outsiders in, especially people like Daryl, like, oh, fuck these people. I don't give a <laughs> shit. You know, you, yeah. you're too bad for you that you didn't get with us earlier, but right. you you don't have a chance now. What about you? What do you think will happen? What, what's your best case scenario? No, I think, yeah, I think I go along with that, with this, like, changing the mindset of how 
the group handles people and new people and different, like, uh, even different groups, because that's, that's something that they've struggled with the most is like, not even just new people, but other groups, there's no trust there. There's no like diplomacy. It's, it's like, it's us or them. And that's been the case for so long. And, um, just kind of like rising up and creating plans with the three different communities together. It's been Mm -hmm. this like, okay, you have to remember like, why y'all united and so you can carry that on to other groups and you know obviously the saviors have hurt them and and done things to you know some would say they deserve this and then you know some would say rick's group is no better but (laughs) so there's like this like weird thing And and that's why i still love the show because it's it's still discovering and it's still a study of like people and how they're going to react to things and how uh, traumatic situations or happy situations change the way in which you survive, which is why we all started watching the show in the beginning. Why we started reading the comic is because it's this scenario of this post-apocalyptic world where you're seeing how people change to, you know, this evolution of, of people to survive in this new world. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm hopeful, but <laughs> I'm hopeful too. I'm also, I'm also scared because, you know, we've been let down before. Yeah. And, and I'm with you. I don't, I don't want them to say like, Oh, okay. We heard what the fan said. We heard what, what people said. Like he lives, you know, he doesn't need to live. Not after what Scott Gimple has said. Like he needs to die, yeah. And, and, we, and if anything else, he has to die because of what he said, right? And, <laughs> and you and I talked about this before, and I, I I'm not sure if I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. If he doesn't die, if there's some swerve where he lives, unless it's the best explanation ever, I'm probably not gonna watch the end of the season because I'll be so mad. I'll come back and Yikes. watch it later after I've calmed down. <laughs> but I'm I'm just gonna be like, what? No. No, you can't do this to me again. Even because if Scott Gimple hadn't said, "Yeah, he's bit his his bite's going to play out like a bite would play out for anybody else," which means he's going to die. Right. And this next episode is going to be the second longest episode in the history of the show to say goodbye to Chandler and to Carl. Sorry, um, all of that. I'm I'm gonna be a little upset <laughs> sure. unless it's a really legitimate reason to to why he didn't die. But if he's like immune or some they they decide to cut out his abdomen and it even though it's already spread, you know. Yeah. Like an ice cream scoop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean cut up I gotta I sharpen this ice cream scoop. Right. They take off half his small intestine at the same time, you know. It's like uh removing anything. It's like yeah. removing a gallbladder. Yeah. It's totally yeah. yeah. In this world. While the saviors yeah. are outside trying to kill everybody and burn down the place. Yeah. I agree with you. And this is, dude, this is one of the few times I've ever had like a hard line in the sand where I'm like, no, you need to be right by this. Yeah. Because the only, in my opinion, the only way you go back and say like, okay, we, we fucked up. We shouldn't have killed him is you then saying we as a show, 
we as a network, AMC, have decided to erase that episode, right. and we're going to redo it. Yeah, we're going to retcon yeah. all this shit. This was wrong. We shouldn't have done this. Yeah. We're going to start over. Yeah. That, like, I would respect that 100% more. Yeah. Just saying, like, we fucked up. We shouldn't have done that. That was a bad idea. Yeah. I would love that. But if, if they don't kill him. It's bad. Yeah. They better have a, the best reason, the reason that I can't even you come up with. You might be wondering what else we'll be talking about. <laughs> right. Well, what's the do the show? I don't know what it'll be. We'll just be bitching. Okay. The other big question. Do you want the Negan War, the Savior War, to be over at the end of Season 8? I think it has to be over. I agree. I, I don't. So they're struggling with ratings now. If that war doesn't end, they're going to lose people. Yeah. There's got to be a conclusion. Yes. In one way or the other, someone has to win. Yes. And then season nine, which they've already booked, it's going to come out in the fall. They've already renewed it for that season. I mean, it's got to move on to something else. I don't know if it needs to be a new villain or if it's rebuilding. I'd be fine with a rebuilding season and discovering and all that kind of stuff. I'd have no problem with that. Yeah. Um. I don't know that we need to introduce a new villain right sure. away because sure. they've just been through this thing. It'd be nice. Yeah. Like to... let them struggle through just normal life. Yeah. And figuring out where they need to live now because right. Alexandria is toast. Right. So they have four communities under new leaders working together trying to build a world. And then once they get that set up, I would like to see the process of that getting set yeah. up. Yeah. I mean, if they go straight to a bad guy, that's fine too. I just, I think it needs to be something new. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of season eight. And and I knew they would continue on with season nine. They've talked a lot about how they're like, the show is going to be never ending, yeah. which I think, I think every good show needs to understand when, when, when they need end. to pull the plug. Yeah. But, you know, and maybe, so this is one of those episodes where we talk a lot about like real world stuff and not yeah. just inside the world of the walking dead. And, I think personally, part of it is AMC doesn't really have any other shows that are like booming. No, There's no, no Breaking Bad on right no, now. Or Mad Men. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, like those shows aren't around right now on AMC. So there's nothing else that's really pulling people in. Yeah. And they're, they're holding on to this Walking Dead. And I yeah. guarantee you, the execs at AMC are, are looking for another show, another big show. Oh, sure. To, like, carry Absolutely. that torch you know, or take it over, you know? Yeah. I mean, because, like, Better Call Saul, it's a good show and everything. It's good, but it's, but not, it's, it's not Breaking it's Bad. It's niche. Good. Yeah. Not a lot of people like it. I enjoy it. Not a lot of people It's like much it. slower than, yes. oh, than yeah. Breaking Bad was, so people. Okay, anything else about The Walking Dead that you want to see? Besides Tara dying? <laughs> <laughs> that would be... Okay. So they trade people. Oh, gee. Carl doesn't die. <laughs> Tara dies the exact same way. Tara somehow is able to transfer in consciousness into. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Tara is then the person teaching Rick a lesson about forgiving people. We just flip it. You just, you don't have to change anything to change the people. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. That'd be great. Uh, no, I mean, season eight. Second half, they do have the opportunity because I, I don't think the first half was bad. I really don't. I think it's one of the better mm-hmm. they've had in a while. Um, better than seven for sure. Better yeah. than six yeah. as well. So they have a potential for it to end up being a really good season. If five they, was great. Yeah. Five <laughs> was great. If they do it right, it could be really well done. So yeah. I'm hopeful for it. Okay. We got a couple other big news pieces that we need to talk about before we get. <laughs> so Scott Gimble. 
showrunner has been promoted. <laughs> I don't know if promotion is the word I would use. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like What was it? Chief content officer or whatever sure. it is? Operator, C- CCO or whatever. What what we're going to have you do now is is not so much being in control of the show. <laughs> we're just going to have you kind of oversee things. <laughs> yeah. Chief content officer. Yeah. But he'll be over both the Walking Dead and Fear the Walking right. Dead content for the whole world. And he's been the showrunner for a while now. Season four, right? I think he came yeah. right before season yeah. four started. And before that, he was a writer and things like that. So we know that he can do good seasons because he did five. Yeah. Right? And yeah. four, five, six, and seven, and now eight. People people really shit on Scott. I... <laughs> I think he's had good stuff and he's had bad stuff, but that's, that's with everything, you know, that's everyone. Yeah. You have, you have good stuff and you have bad stuff, but, uh, yeah. So who's the girl who's going to be taking over? Something King. Lady. Angela King. Angela King. Angela King, who's been a writer. She's written a lot of episodes for this show. Yeah. Actually. She's done some, some good ones. Yeah. And so she's been in the walking dead world for a while. She, I'm, I don't know what her idea for the direction going forward will be. I'm hopeful because some of the ones that she's written, like she wrote that one, um, I where forget they where uh, the burning, where they burn the cabin yeah. down and things like that. She's written all the way back to season two, judge, jury executioner. She wrote, yeah. which I like that episode, um, infected in season four still, you know, she's wrote three or four episodes a season and season seven. She wrote a bunch, man, five. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not opposed to a new showrunner because this she'll be the fourth for the show. And like the first two didn't last very long at all. Sure. And so Scott's been here a while and it's nice to get someone in with a new idea, especially when it seems like someone is maybe floundering a little bit or not yeah, sure where yeah. they want to go. But here, I did want to say this. If he got fired, not fired, if he got promoted because of stupid online petitions or people bitching, a bunch. I'm not cool with that. No. I mean, I hope that's not what they did, you know, and it's hard, it's hard to tell at this point. It seems maybe that that's what they did, but if that's what they did, I feel like that's kind of not cool. Yeah. It's weird because entertainment's a whole different thing. Like the customer service for entertainment is different because, you know, as, as a boss, as you know, someone who owns, Whatever. If you're owning AMC or you're owning The Walking Dead and it's your choice to make that decision, then you should have confidence in whoever you put in that role. You should be backing them up and saying, well, you know, he's who we had for it. But also in their situation, you have to know like, okay, this is a business. I am trying to make money. Does it help us to get rid of him right now? Not get rid of him. To move him somewhere else where he doesn't affect so much. <laughs> right, where he's not in the everyday writing and right. direction of the show, yeah. just the overall world building. I mean, I, I understand that, but we, as an executive, you kind of have to make tough decisions. But I would think in the entertainment world, especially in a show like this, you're like, okay, if we made this show exactly what the fans wanted, what a lot of the people were complaining about, what they yeah. wanted, it wouldn't be anything like the show that we started off with. Because now people are wanting things that have never been part of The Walking Dead and weren't the reasons yeah. that we liked it in the first place. It was something that we didn't know, that we didn't understand. And it was just the world was this new and exciting post-apocalyptic thing with zombies, people trying to survive through that. Yeah. 
And there's no making everyone happy. There's no making us happy at every turn. Sure. You know, we've talked about some episodes that we didn't love. And if Chandler doesn't die, I promise you we're going to be really unhappy. <laughs> but that's fine. Like, well, that one won't be fine. Having <laughs> having episodes that aren't great, that's that's fine. Shows have sure. that. Yes. No, there's, you're not going to hit a home run every time. There's not, there's not a show... That exists that I'm like every every episode was amazing. Even Game of Thrones has a couple stinkers. That's true. Now they're few and far between. Yeah. But like it's just that's just the nature of it. Yeah. Like you have different people directing and and they're hitting different people groups. They're hitting you know, there's some people who love certain episodes and I'm like, that episode was terrible. Yeah. You know, so you just it's impossible to make everyone happy. You need to make the show you set out to make it in the beginning yeah. and make it the best you can. So Scott, I do think he had a vision from the beginning and uh, maybe his ideas got a little stale, especially with the Glenn thing. And if they do the Carl thing, you know, I don't know. So I'm fine with having a new person in there to run it and maybe take it a new direction. There's nothing wrong with that because at this point, especially now at this point in the story, at the end of season eight, when this war is over, New things going to start, so why not bring someone new in to let them kind of run with it based off of what you've already built? Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. And so I, I think Scott's done a good job, and I appreciate the work that he put in. And I know that's maybe not the most popular opinion because I know a lot of people tweeted us. They're like, "I hate Gimple. Gimple's the worst person ever. I can't believe he would do this." Eh, give the guy a break. I, honestly, yeah. I I don't know. I think that. And I hope that no one listening is this person. I, I feel like people get on Twitter, and whenever they see someone post something, I don't. I don't think that a lot of people make their or decide their opinion until they see what other people have posted, mm. and then they go based on that. Yeah. If everyone's shitting on the guy, then they're going to join in and shit on him and be like, right. "Yeah, wait a second. Yeah, you did fuck everything." That's up. right. You know what? I'm not happy about this. I thought it was, but no. It's the same thing with like Dr. Disrespect and his yeah. whole like scandal, like all these people shitting on him. And then one day there was a bunch of people who did some positive stuff. And now it's like super like turned around. <laughs> like, people go with the wind. Meeples. They're just, yes. Sheep. They're sheep. Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, congrats, Scott, for getting your promotion. <laughs> And I hope uh, Miss Kang does a good job. I'm excited to see where you take yeah. the show, and we will. I'll keep watching. Don't don't worry. I will. We will. Yeah. So yeah, we're back now. I think are we gonna do this every week until the show starts, or how do we yeah. want to do this? Okay, yeah, might we're as well. Gonna, we'll be here no every sense week. Of starting it and I know stopping it. it. Um, we're gonna try some new things out on the show. We're gonna, we're thinking about doing some segments and some repeating things, and just a little more structure to the show besides just a review. So we can talk about other things in the walking dead world besides just reviewing the episode that everybody watched. Yes. So yes. And, and just be, you know, be along the ride with us. Right. We, we want to get people's input. Yeah. We have a new show runner. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his name's Aaron. <laughs> Thanks Aaron for the promotion. No, we just, uh, we, we felt like we wanted some more structure and it would help us build longevity and also help new people find our show if we did yeah. some things different. So we're going to try them out. If you don't like them, please let us know gently. Sure. Um, if you do like them, you can also let us know that. And there's a couple ways that you can do that. You can do that on Twitter. If you don't follow us, we would love for you to. It's at Fear Inthcast. 
You can always send us an email, fear at nthcast.com, or check out our website. It's got all that stuff on there in one place, www.fearnthcast.com. Yes. Yes. So we've missed you guys. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. We are back. We are back, all those things. In the meantime, fight the dead. Fear the Nthcast.